that. Like, you need to have a certain confidence that is impacting rooms no matter what the outcome is. Like, you don't know what can come from an interaction. You don't know what can come from you just talking to somebody and hugging them. Like, who is that person? Oh, come to find out this is the president of whatever. And just out of your kindness, out of your grace, out of you hearing guys that go speak to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, now doors are opening. People feel like it's just one way and it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So your yes has power because you've said no to things. And not just, you know what I'm saying? I like that. Yeah. I like that. What's up, what's up? This is the Chop by T Podcast. We'll get real. Raw, I think the conversations. I'm your host, T. And to the right of me, we got Tuda. Hey, y'all. What's popping? Listen, I'm glad to have you on the show. I'm glad to be here, finally. Yeah, I've been looking at uh, Two Talk. I uh, went in a deep, uh, deep dive. To really? Two Talks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. How'd I you looked feel? at all your stories and all that. I just think you got a, a wonderful spirit. I think that you are um, motivational, you know. And it just, when I when I seen it, that's why I told you before the show, I wanted to speak about your life and how you came about. Because I want to know, like, how did you tap into that? Because you have an aura about yourself that I wish to have, you know? I'm over here trying to keep it playable, but really, <laughs> I'm struggling around this bitch. Like, I'm struggling. I'm trying to keep it playable, but really, you know, it's tough for me. And yeah. most things I can do is just do the man shit where I shut down. Know, and I internalize, and I know that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Which is clear, you go through things, right? We all yeah. we, we all do. But how do you keep that aura about yourself in the process of doing so? Man, I stay at God's feet. I yeah. ain't gonna hold you. Like, um, my relationship with God is like the most important relationship yeah. that I have. And I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, pray about it," but sometimes that don't be enough. Right. Um. So I feel like anytime. Anytime I'm good is when I prepare for bad seasons. So, like, that's when I'm deep in the word. I'm just, like, feeding myself all the things so that when something do happen and and stuff feel heavy, it's like I got all this to help me win this battle, if that makes sense. Like, it's it's nothing but positivity going through my mind. It's nothing but, like, me watching people who have overcome things like that. So, honestly, it's just God. And and some things you really got to be, like, God, I just choose to lay it at your feet. It's yeah. above me. Yeah. It's it's literally like I, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing my part. If you could just, yeah, you could have the rest of this. Yeah. And it's a choice. Like, peace is a choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You handle what you can and whatever you can't, you be like, all right, God gonna take care of it. Uh, let me ask you, um, the relationship with God. Do you come from a praying family? Um, I do. I mm, all right. So I was raised in a church. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really understand real relationship mm-hmm. until I got to college and I had to have faith for myself. Right, when you got on your own. Yeah, facts. Yeah. And what's crazy is like <laughs> my freshman year of college, I had like a pregnancy scare. Ooh, I was Shit. like, oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell <laughs> Like that was the first time when I say I had gospel music playing for my, myself. I was, I was like, Lord, I didn't see my mama do this and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So being on my own yeah. and having that moment of like, I can't go home my first semester. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be no statistic. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, that helped me to build. And then I've always been like an independent person. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll call my mom and be like, you know, what should I do about this? And she'll be like, well, did you pray about it? Did yeah. you? Did you ask God? And I'd be like, no, nah, I called you. And she'd be like, yeah. nah, call, call me back after you done did that. Yeah. And that helped me to be like, all right, I need my own. Because what if my mama don't answer one day? Yeah. Or what if, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if, yeah, no, nah, I need answers right now. I need yeah. peace right now. So, 
yes, it was always there, but understanding grace and unconditional love mm-hmm. and mercy, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Understanding the relationship yeah. and not just doing acts, that was just like, that was after I left from like my family's yeah. routine of religion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so growing up, you grew up in in Memphis. That's where you come mm-hmm. from. Uh, growing up in Memphis, what what was it like? Because Memphis got like a bad name, you know. I know. Got a bad I hate name. that. And a lot of people don't understand like the culture and and what it is to be from Memphis, or even just what it is to be from this area. You know, I think they think of us as riding horses and shit sometimes. But I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. Memphis is its own thing. It's like y'all a whole different state too. Like Memphis is it on, on big nine on one? What you? I don't, I don't know. If that's a good thing though. I don't know. If that's it a good is. Thing. <laughs> it is. But I, man, I hate that Memphis um, has a name. Memphis do get some crazy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like wow, shit going. On it's there. wild, yeah, but it's crazy. also if you're there, what you would, what you are is what you're gonna attract. Right. You know. So right. like, I go home. I don't really run into the, cra- but I also separate myself a lot right. from the crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. been a couple times where it's like, uh, something to pop out. Yeah, you need to yeah, get gone. Yeah, like yeah. it's just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think I think Memphis Memphis can be what you make it. Right. When right. I went back to Memphis after college, mm-hmm. that was my first time experiencing it mm-hmm. as an adult, and I was like, it's so much more here. Yeah. Like we got Thanks. this, we got that. But if you are raised around people who only circulate around what they've what they grew up on and mm-hmm. they don't venture out and explore the city like a tourist yeah. like you know into the other areas into other cultures that's there you're gonna feel like oh this is all Memphis is but yeah. it's really not though it's not yeah. yeah what was it like what, what was how would you describe like eight-year-old Tootie what, <laughs> what, what did <laughs> they look like I know you said you start dancing at four so yeah you already dancing then so Facts. Eight years old. I definitely was a majorette. Um, Just involved, right? Eight, yeah, eight years old. I was. We. I think we was definitely in South Memphis at the yeah. time. Um, we, your mom and father. N- no. So it was me, my mom, my little brother. Mm-hmm. I can't think if my little sister was born yet. Maybe she was about to be born. Yeah. I don't know, but I. F- I honestly really can't remember. Eight. Yeah. I just knew I was dancing yeah. for sure. It's always involved. But yeah, after that, we moved around a lot. So I pretty much stayed in every area of Memphis. Yeah. Like we had one of them lifestyles that's like, don't tell nobody what's going on at our house. But like yeah. we were struggling. Yeah. Like, yeah. but we made my mom made it look very graceful. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm older, I'm like, girl, I don't see how you did how that. You done it, yeah, yeah. So the moving around was like due to financial troubles. Yeah. How did that affect you in your relationship with money? Getting older. Who are we working on it? Yeah. <laughs> we going to pray on <laughs> I'm telling you, like, people don't understand, like, with me, with my drive and how much, I, I, why I have that relationship with money. Because we just mm. didn't have much growing up. And you realize it. Yeah. When was, oh, let me ask you this. When was the first time you realized that y'all didn't have much? When our lights kept getting cut off. Listen. <laughs> and I, I was like, I was like, I didn't got so good at moving. And I was like, I, I can see everything in the dark now. Like, it just was like normal. I thought like I had a night vision or something. Yeah. I was just like, oh, but all right. And I used to, and I told my mom this. I was like, at one point, I really resented you that our phone always got cut off for like, yeah. this what happened, this happened. But I really didn't understand that you were 27, 28, raising two kids. How? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I didn't understand that you were growing up trying to figure it out. 
while raising us too. Yeah. And so at the time, I used to complain and do all, you know, like mm -hmm. a like a preteen, teenage, yeah. like, why you can't afford a cricket bill? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But now I'm 30 and I'm like, whoo, that T-Mobile sometimes can get cut off. You I don't understand. care. Yeah, you understand. And, and that's, you know, I talk about that all the time. Even having a child myself, I realize like, damn, I didn't realize what my mother was going through. and She mm -hmm. had to do it by herself. Mm -hmm. Doing it by yourself is like, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, so I tell you the first time I really realized that, like, shit ain't right here. <laughs> it's <laughs> like when um when I first realized Santa Claus wasn't real. Seriously, when I realized okay. I, I was uh, I was five, I realized that well my my cousin told me that Santa Claus wasn't real. And you know, you live in this world of bliss mm -hmm. when you're that age and you don't mm -hmm. understand things and you like, oh yeah, everything is what we see on the TV because that's the yeah. your exposure to the real wor world, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I realized Santa Claus wasn't real, it's was like I start questioning other things. Like, okay, why would you know these white kids that I see at school? Why do they act like this? Why can't I go to their house? Then I realized racism. Uh, then I realized about crime, and I realized like, oh, we broke as fuck. Then I realized like, oh, my cousin sell crack. Like, oh, oh my, my uncle sell crack. Oh, this nigga a murderer. Oh, this nigga done this. Like, you wow. get to realizing that at shit. Five? It, well. I say that like as it if it was all in five. one moment, but yeah, it started but and then, it progressed to okay. about seven. Then my grandmother died, and it's like, oh, I really realized what's going on now. Yeah, like people can die, you know. Yeah, wow. So that kind of painted my like my life early on, and it also made gave me a like I said a real I won't say negative, just a strange relationship with money. Yeah, you know. So no, that's amazing though. Do you um do you ever have those conversations with your mother now? Like looking back. Yeah, yeah. Talk about we it. have a lot of um, our relationship now. I would say is very beautiful. Yeah, very yeah. beautiful. But so we have a lot of heart to hearts, a lot of uh, vulnerable and transparent. Like I used to think this, or this was yeah. what happened, and she'll be like, "Well, this is what was going on in my world at yeah. the time. Yeah. This is what." And it's like it helps me even now to understand where she is. Cause it's like, that was a part that that's a part of who made you who you are today. Yeah. And all that stuff that you thought you was hiding from me, I really saw, but now Same. you've given me context to it. Mm -hmm. And so I can respect, you know what I'm saying? I can mm -hmm. respect you and your journey more. So yeah. yeah. Shout out to my girl, Dr. Dr. Todd. Doctor. Yeah. That's what's up. Heavy. What's I was up. like, Ooh, <laughs> let's go. She was like the first in our family. Yeah. So I'm very proud of her. Very yeah. inspired by her. So you, you moved on, you went to college. Were you still dancing in college? Yes. Yeah. So I went to college off the premise that just in case dance don't work, I'll have a degree. Right. At this point, I hate I had that mindset and nobody like corrected that thought. Right. Um and was like, no, nah, all you need is plan A. Like mm -hmm. if plan A is the only option, it's gonna work. Yeah, facts. But coming from Memphis, you don't have people at that time who was really going after their dreams. Yeah let alone who was dancing professionally. Yeah. Like, you got very random people who I wasn't connected to yet. Mm -hmm. So none of my family is thinking, like, you can be a creative and make it. Yeah. So I went to college, but I was like, whatever dance y'all got going on, put me in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I got onto uh, Allure and this other, like, Strange Fruit Dance Company and mm -hmm. Boss. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. like, at that point, I was like, teach me everything that y'all know yeah. because I'm behind. Mm -hmm. But I know I'm gonna be doing this for the rest of my life. Yeah. So you never had any formal like dance training, like ballet or anything. No, I'm a street you. baby. You're street baby. I got, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. For it, major it. Like he, like yeah. my coach uh, Quincy and uh, Teresa Tate. Like 
like all my major coaches like had us in the garage and yeah. band rooms and yeah. you know what I'm saying, where, parking lots, wherever we could get Where'd it. But once I got exposed to the different world of dance, like leaps and turns, and I saw that I could catch it, mm -hmm. I was like, I could really do this. Like yeah. the stuff I see on TV, I can do this with somebody teaching me in their driveway, yeah. say less. Yeah. So I went to college with the folks who had been been training in the studio. Mm -hmm. And all these teams are like student teaching type teams. Gotcha. So I was like, yeah, I'm getting behind everybody. Teach me this, teach me that, teach me that. And it was, yeah, it was up. Yeah, and that curiosity eventually grew into you now dancing professionally, right? Uh, yeah. How was that? I seen you traveling around, uh, what, UK? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I did a UK tour with uh, 112. Yeah, that's amazing. Bro, it was fun. <laughs> like, God, is, God is amazing. But do you realize, though, like, do you realize, like, how amazing that is in the moment? Or do are you still feeling it now? Um... I definitely still feel it now. I try not to let that moment bypass so quickly right. like it wasn't nothing. Right. You know, sometimes we be like, oh, what's next? Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, that was a great thing you that did. Is. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think um, when it really hit me was, it was like our last day in London. Yeah. And this is like a 7,000 people or something like that. Crazy. It's packed. It's it's, crazy. It's huge. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just a girl from South Memphis, right. though. Right. I didn't even think this was possible. Yeah. yeah, it definitely hits. And it's definitely a moment of gratitude that every everybody from my hood definitely, you know what I'm saying, probably don't even have a passport yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. What, my, you know what I'm saying? Do you like what do what is the conversations like with people? Like, do people let you know how crazy that is though? Or do you not really get that? Um, how crazy it is? Yeah, not like, so much. Yeah. How dope it is. Yeah, I get that yeah. pretty often. But I don't think um, I've had a chance to really go in depth about it. Yeah. Being from Memphis and like how how big that is to me. So I don't know. Maybe I just haven't had the right conversation. Yet. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, and I just say that because like, you know, I go through these moments of where things like great happen for me. And it's like I'm the only one who realized how crazy this is yeah. right now. Because... This is what I'm trying to get to. Like you, you seem like the person who probably been doing amazing shit your whole life. Like and people, are like, oh shit, she did that. Like wow, she went and done that. Like wow, we expect that from her. So after a while, you expect that. And <laughs> see what I'm saying? <laughs> listen, listen. I did just had a conversation with my girls. Like mm -hmm. we had this um like 2024 call. All of us stay in different places mm -hmm. um, now, but we all started in Nashville. Right. And I was like, I feel like, <laughs> you know, a girl about to get something. It's like, I just feel like, <laughs> yeah. um, I I feel like right now in this season, that's like, I always got something going on. Mm -hmm. always, but I also, I'm not in a relationship and I don't have kids. Yeah. So it's like, what else is there for me to do? Yeah. But in the same sense, I'm like, even though this is like, Tootie doing something is normal, I still need a, a supportive energy that's like... Well, how was that for you? Like, yeah. like, like, besides the achievement, how are you really doing? Mm -hmm. Like, what's, mm -hmm. how's your spirit? You right. know what I'm saying? Because exactly. this moment is good, but to get up to this moment yeah. was hell. Yeah. Or this, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I thought this was going to break me. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm Like, mm -hmm. them conversations, I was like, I need, I want conversation. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, because it's not always glitz and glam. Right. You know, even... 
like this past, no, 2023 in May, I did a tour with my mentorship program. Mm -hmm. And it was so big, such, such a great thing. But by the end of it, I was so drained. I wanted to walk away from dancing. Wow. I wanted to quit. <laughs> and I just was like, wow. If I had, though, like, I would have never never experienced UK. Yeah. I would have never experienced starting to talk. I started mm. that because I just was like, I'm going to slow down from dance. Yeah. Guy, whatever you want to do. I ain't. It's whatever. Yeah. I'll go do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to do less. And, and he for sure did more. Yeah. But had I not have felt like I don't want to do this no more, you know what I'm saying? Who knows where it would have led? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. And I, I see that's the, I guess the, uh, you know how they say the curse of the strong person. Whenever you're the strong person, who do you have to speak to? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with the the person who achieves things. Like you don't. It's not that you want to say want a person to say, I guess, good job or anything. It's just like. Hey, I just accomplished this. Can we speak about that? Yeah. Or whatever? But people will look at you and just say, oh, that's what you're supposed it's pretty, to do. Facts. Do. It's pretty normal. Yeah. But it ain't normal. It ain't normal. This <laughs> shit hard. If anybody achieves anything or mm -hmm. is consistent or persistent with anything, that's why even with this, I was like, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes the little things mm -hmm. is what leads up to the big stuff. And I feel yeah. like people don't applaud that or if you've been consistent like when people go to the gym mm -hmm. and it's like you got a fit body but it's like it takes work to keep yeah. that body. Yeah. Yeah. We should yeah. be, I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. You've been, you know what I'm saying? You've been consistent. Yeah. Yeah, it was like that. I had ended up getting like a million views on uh, Facebook, right? And Period. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm bam, like, bam, bam. right, right. That's what I'm expecting. Like, all right, nigga, pop up and get the bottle. No, like, thanks. You know? Like, can we speak? And everybody was like, oh, yeah, 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 that's good, bro. That's good. Like, yeah, you're killing it. It's like, and I had to have a talk with one of my my good friends. Like, hey, bro, like, why was that, like, you know, regular to you? Like, bro, you always doing shit like that. You've been doing shit like this since we was kids. So I expect you to do that. Like, but still, though. Like, still. You know? No, I could go a completely different way. Right. I could be like, fuck it. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. You said you went in a relationship. Why you not in a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with that? I know you them DMs popping now. Why? And that's the problem. Mm -hmm. I think everybody thinks that, so everybody's yeah. like, nah, I ain't gonna do it. But my know. DMs, my DMs are work opportunities. Mm -hmm. They are my support system. You know what I'm saying? Just the people who I've accumulated over the years, just showing love. But I do not have any. This is mm -hmm. not a, a green light. Nah, I was gonna <laughs> say, they're gonna get in them out of this. <laughs> no. Um, at this point of my life, there's a standard. Right. And, yeah. um, I got, I have too much going on to be distracted. So it. it's either you're going to add to it or I don't need you here. I feel and it. And that's just very point blank, period. I feel it. I feel it. So, yeah. That's, that's kind of the downside of, I will, I ain't going to say downside. Some people would consider it a downside of chasing, like, greatness. Mm hmm You know, you're on this road to greatness. It's like, who really measures up to, you know, yeah. your standard? You know that. I mean? And also, too, is it's taking me... I guess I kind of been in this selfish era yeah. of like me, yeah. guy. Like I'm just I'm gonna mm -hmm. be here working, and um, this week, wow, revelation! <laughs> I was um, reading Genesis about Adam and Eve, and you know the whole point that the whole reason uh, Eve was created was mm -hmm. to be a suitable helper right. for Adam, mm -hmm. which means that he had to be where he was supposed to be doing his assignment. Right. And need help with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, God, why uh, why my Adam ain't in his position? What is he doing? Yeah, because yeah. you're giving off that you don't need a helper, and I think you do. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And it was like, and God just was like, well, are you ready to help? 
Yeah. Are you ready to submit to his purpose, to his yeah. assignment? I was like, oh. That's tough. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Because now I'm focused on me. Yeah. And it was like, all right, well, why are you even reaching for it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not ready. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, Lord, prepare me. I'll serve the relationships that I have, try to figure out how I can be a helper to them. Like, right. just get that habit, get that characteristic mm-hmm. underway. And then I believe. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good that you had a mentality that you're not really chasing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That shit can get, it can be a distraction, you know, especially doing what you're trying to do. And uh, what is the, what is the end goal for this? Do you, do you ever think about that? Like with dance, like where would you like to be with dance? I see you doing stuff like, you know, um, you do like classes and you do like events and things like that. Like, but do you ever think about like, where would I like, where, where will this take me? Where will I be with this? Or what would I like to be? Uh, I mean, yeah. And because I'm so close to it, like mm-hmm. I want to have my program go global yeah. and be in different universities mm-hmm. and schools, like a study abroad program, right. but for dancers. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you've ever heard this uh, phrase that your biggest dream is God's smallest plan for you. Yeah, yeah. And... Once I did my tour with my mentorship program, I was like, I ain't dreaming big enough. Yeah. Damn. Like, okay, talk to me. You Tell know me what I'm saying? That. It was just like that dream that I've had for so long is closer than I think. Mm-hmm. So now what? Like, even though we're not there yet, but it's still like a, a mind expansion that's happening that's like, okay, if I could think of that, that means God got some other stuff that yeah. I ain't even thought of yet. Yeah. So I'm open. Honestly, I'm not really sure. I am very inspired by Debbie Allen. Mm-hmm. She still dances and teaches, but she also yeah. is a producer of Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. has her own academy, yeah. you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. So it's like, ain't no, ain't no ceiling, though. Yeah. It's whatever. You just know you want to be in a creative space, though, right? I definitely, I will, I know for a fact I'll be dancing for as long as I can move my body, yeah. but will that be like my main source yeah. for the rest of my life? More than likely not, but what's going to come from it, I feel like will impact generations after me. I feel that. I feel that. You wrote a book? Yes. What is it? Period. Because <laughs> <laughs> ain't God good, though? Yeah, ain't God good? No, for real. So my book is called Built Different, mm-hmm. How to Be Godly in a Demonic Industry. And it started off being... Um, something for dancers but i feel like mm. if you're in an industry especially the entertainment industry as yeah. a whole yeah. like you can you can relate to this book mm. and the whole point of it is to get people to a place where we're not putting our life and jeopardizing our morals and va- values off of a booking or off of like i got to do this because yeah. i need to feed feed myself or feed my family. But it's like, bro, if you chase your purpose, if you chase after God, everything else will truly follow after yeah, that. Yeah. Like we have dancers who go to auditions and when they don't get it, yeah. like they're broken or if they not called out in class, like yeah. they're questioning their value. Why? And yeah, it's wild. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, we need to, we need to rework that. Like you need to have a certain confidence yeah. that is impacting rooms, no matter what the outcome is. Like yeah. you don't know what can come from an interaction. Yeah. You don't know what can come from you just talking to somebody and hugging them. Like, who is that person? Mm-hmm. Oh, come to find out this is he, this is the president of whatever. Yeah. And just out of your kindness, out of your grace, out of you hearing guys that go speak to them, 
You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. now doors are opening. People feel like it's just one way and it's not. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I just want I want more dancers to walk with a certain authority. Yeah. And know that it's a, like your yes has power because you've said no to things. Mm. And not just, you know what I'm saying? I like that. Yeah. I like that. Would that be in the book? That's a strong quote there. That is a strong quote. <laughs> I actually, who book. did I get that from? They said something. Uh, I listen to a lot of inspirational people. So yeah. I didn't put it in there like that, but yeah. I tell that to my mentees all the time. Yeah. Like, you got to say no to some things. Yeah. When what is What is, like, do you do, like, affirmations and things like that? What is your day like when you, when you wake up? Is it, what is the process? I'm telling you. Like, I'm trying to figure it out because it's so, sometimes I feel like, you know, like I have a close relationship with God. I pray, you know, I teach my son how to pray. We pray together all the time. I pray with him and my mother every night, nice. every morning, every night, mm-hmm. you know, but there's work that I need to do on myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out what course of action do I go about in order to do that work? Because the traditional way is not like my way. Yeah. Um, all right, my mornings, as soon as I wake up, I have this uh, prayer app Yeah. that has a scripture and it's prayer. And it'd be like, because I'd be like, half so I'd be like, hey, amen, thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, once I actually like get up and move in, like, you know what I'm saying, wash my face, all this stuff, yeah. uh, I have a prayer closet. Yeah. And really my mornings are dedicated to just me and God. Mm-hmm. Um. I may journal or I may um, just sit and listen. Yeah. I think that's a big part of prayer. Like people be like, I'm silence or silence, just being open. Mm -hmm. Like, God, what is it that you got to say today? What is it that you want me to do today? Mm -hmm. Who can I serve? Does he speak? Do he he speak to you? Yeah. In those moments? Yeah. It's not like God speaks to me in different ways. Sometimes Uh it's like, it's never really like, oh, Tootie, go do this. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I need. <laughs> Everybody wants that. Everybody. Sometimes I'll be like, I just want to call. Yeah. Lord, where you at? Um, my spirit mm-hmm. lead. Like, I know that God like lives within me, so my spirit will lead me to certain things. And and the best way to know if it's God is if you are in his word yeah. and you know his character. You're learning mm-hmm. how he speaks and you know, like how he moves. And so, yeah, sometimes he do and sometimes he don't. Sometimes I don't hear nothing. But later on that day, he's shown, like, it'll be some type of coincidence that's yeah. like, oh, so you heard me. Yeah. Thank you for that, yeah. you know? Um, and, yeah, working out definitely helps my mental. There's no, I feel like there's no real, like, guide. Guide. Because everybody's path is different. Everybody's yeah. relationship is different. Yeah. But I feel like if you are in a place where you're really trying to, like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but right now it's not really enough, mm-hmm. I fast. Yeah. And when I fast, I take away a lot of things. Like, yeah. social media got to go. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of why I'm not in a relationship, because I fast a lot, and yeah. men got to go. They'll yeah. be like... Clear it out, like yeah, that's rough for us. <laughs> <laughs> Clear it out, and honestly, if I tell a guy that and mm-hmm. he like gives me some type of mm-hmm. don't understand, you know what I'm yeah, saying? I automatically know that it, yeah, this is the last time we're gonna talk. Yeah. So when I fast and I cut out my desires, mm-hmm. is is really like me humbling myself for God and saying like I need more. Yeah. I need to feel your presence. I need 
some type of release or relief um, to happen. So if you haven't fasted yet, I would highly suggest you make time to fast because that really says that like, God, I want you more than my desires. I want you more than anything that I have in my life. You can have, you know? No, I like it. I like it. I'm looking forward to the book too. I'll make sure I get that. It's an ebook, right? Yes. It'll it's be available gonna, on uh Monday, January eighth. Oh, Amazon? Yes. Or, it's gotcha, gonna be gotcha. Amazon. Link in my bio. Yeah. So gotta get yeah, that. No, I'm gonna go get it for sure. I'm gonna go get it for sure. This is making me wanna this is making me wish that I had hard copies, but I just didn't want to go through the process. Yeah, yeah. I mean how is that process like it's, it's listen, in this age ebook is king. I'm actually <laughs> working on a um Audio book as well. But it's always good to have a physical copy, you know, and mm-hmm. you may want to do like certain events or something like that and, and give them out and sign them so people can have it. But yeah. it's a good thing. And the process isn't that hard, especially through Amazon. It's easy. It's yeah. as easy as the ebook, you know, and they'll print them off and you get a certain percentage back off of it. So that's not too I bad. Still, yeah, I still get like little percentages off of these. Like the royalties. Yeah, I definitely signed up for the. I was like, yeah. please, Lord, like let this. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, let this change my life. But if it don't, just let it fall into the hands of people that need it. Yeah, yeah, and this, Girl. especially the uh, "To Be Human" book, the one right here with me okay. controlling myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the cover is symbolic for me being the master of my fate because I am the puppet and I am the puppet master. Okay. So, you know, that book really helped a lot of people. But are you really though? I need to read it so I can mm. get your perspective on it. But if you want to mm. share that with me. I'll yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, so I am the master of my fate, like um, in, in things like, let's be specific, something like emotion, right? Mm-hmm. So throughout the day, I can get that that certain guidance. I believe in fate, you know, and everything like that. But ultimately, I view fate as multiple options. Mm-hmm. Like, it's about which direction you decide to choose that day because you do have free will. Mm-hmm. And by me being a master of my fate, I have the choice of which which option to take. And that's kind of what I mean. I'm I'm in control of myself. And just remembering to stay in control of me. Yeah. At what point, though, I think men run into this a lot. Talk to me. Um, Because one of the biggest things that I ask the guys, like, who's leading you? Yeah. And if you tell me that you're leading you, Mm. I can't get behind that Mm. because you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Not all the way. You can get us somewhere, Mm. but you're not going to know the best path Mm. because you don't know what's ahead. Mm. You don't know what you're going to run into. You don't know the other factors. But God does. Yeah. So if you're not humbling yourself before God and being led by him, how are you going to lead me? No, I get it. I get it. Especially when it comes to faith. You know, when it comes to like, you know, what you believe in spiritually, mm-hmm. you know, that's a whole different realm. I just, I guess, I mean, more like day to day. This is all emotional based. When you look at the chapters, it, it breaks down like fear, mm-hmm. courage, things of that nature. So when I say, if you were to ask me the question, who is leading me? Mm-hmm. Um I guess I would say it depends. It depends on the situation. Okay. You know, it depends on, because things, I think things that are within my control, I leave me. But things that are out of my control, I have to leave it to God because that's just what it is. Like this whole situation with my mother, for example, there's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. She don't remember me. She's slowly losing her mind and everything like that. It's like, there's nothing I can do about that. Yeah. And that's frustrating to me because... Usually that's what I do. I come in, I change it, I fix these things. I'm a fixer. I'm an enhancer. That's what I do. This is just a situation I can't make better, so I have to lean on God for that. Yeah. So it just depends for me. What's the situation that you that you don't necessarily have to? Uh, what do you mean? Like you said, that's a situation that I lean on God for. But uh-huh. you said some things that you have in control oh, of. Oh, um, I guess um, 
how within that same that same point, right? How I react to that, my emotions towards that. Uh, that's in that moment, I can choose to be. I can choose to cry. I can choose to be upset, okay. or I can choose to be happy, or I can choose to just say this is a part of the plan or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like in, in that moment, the choice. Yeah, you know how I it is that. with this. It's, it's macro, it's micro. You yeah. know what I mean? In all these situations, we look at things. Uh, it, it's the in the grand scheme of things, you have to always involve God. But the day to day things, you know, you have that choice to be able to yeah. change that if you choose to. Yeah, I I believe in the power of choice. Mm-hmm. I'm also uh, empathetic yeah. to your mom's situation. Yeah. And I think to carry that is a lot. It's a burden for a 31-year-old. I yeah. just turned 31. You know? that's, that's a bit much. Yeah. Plus a child. Yeah. You know? It's hard. It's You're hard. Doing well. Yeah. I, listen, I, <laughs> my, uh, the white car that's out there, it ended up quitting on me the other night. It's like, <laughs> 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 the engine blew out and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, yeah. I know, I was just saying, I was having a conversation with God, and this is what the conversation is. Don't judge me for this conversation. I would, <laughs> yeah, I said, no, it's not my said, place to. The fuck? <laughs> you know, that's my first thing. I said, I know nigga that's, niggas that's murderers and that's living great. Ooh, like, that's yeah. living fucking good right now. And you just made my fucking car break down on the side of the road with my mother in it. It's cold as fuck outside. What the fuck is going on right now? That's yeah. my conversation, right? And then immediately, I just feel this rush of calm over me. It's like, ah, you done been through. You know, been through this. You can you can fix this. This is easy, and just like that, I fixed the situation and got it handled. You know, so mm-hmm. I do believe. Come on, peace that surpasses all understanding. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I think about that too. I think about God. There's people out here that that will literally disrespect you. Yeah. Why am I struck like? Why, even as I'm following what I feel like is a purpose that you gave me, mm-hmm. why am I struggling? Yeah. Why I don't know where my rent coming from? Make yeah. it make sense to me. Make it make sense. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah. also, I'm learning that, one, you can't always look at other people's grass. That's facts. facts. You don't know what they struggle with. Mm-hmm. That is really, to struggle with, to struggle in life and not have something bigger than you to help you through that yeah. is... I wouldn't wish that on nobody. You know what I'm saying? And then two, it's almost like, how I want to put this? It's almost like God not going to give you a life where you don't need him. Right. And so if you allow this to happen for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. Then something good is going to come out of it. Like Romans 8.28 says, everything works together for the good. For those who are called and love him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you're going to use this for something. I don't see it. I don't understand it. But because I know who you are, I stand on your word. Because you are a man of your word. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think sometimes, like, in our conversation, we got to learn how to call these things back. Like, yeah. you said mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have to worry about where I would sleep or eat because I'm more valuable than right. the birds and the lilies. You said in your word that this, you know what I'm saying? That I have strength that, I have uh, strength. What's the scripture? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. This, these are the things that you said, yeah. and I ain't feeling it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's real, com- that's real relationship where, like, where you had a conversation, like, what the, f- yeah. what's up, what's good? Yeah. And mm-hmm. he answered in a way that probably wouldn't what everybody else would expect, but mm-hmm. it's like that's what I need. I needed a watch of, of peace yeah. to come over me. Yeah, so yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I heard this uh, guy say it's like when you pray for discipline. 
you won't get actual discipline. You'll you get, get everything that. Yeah, and you'll listen. get put in a situation where you have to be disciplined. Facts. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm loving life. Life is crazy. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. I appreciate you coming on. I can't wait to uh, hear the book. Can you give it to me one more time? The book is called Built Different: mm. How to Be Godly in a Demonic Industry. Mm. I like it. I like it. You should do audio as well. That's what I'm working on now. I'm working on the audio book. I thought about it. Yeah, you should do audio. And um, you like my voice? It's how you on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you should. I think. I think you have a great voice though. You do have a great <laughs> speaking voice. So I think you you would kill. I, I heard that, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Niggas are I'm like open. Yeah. At this point, I'm open. This is my year of. I've been saying 2024. Make room for more. Yeah. So whatever God want to do, I'm I'm open. Thank you again. Thank you again. Listen. Thank you. If you're watching right now, I need you to like, comment, subscribe, share. I need you to uh, go get the merch at www.chopbytpodcast.com. Again, it's www.chopbytpodcast.com. Listen, this is the Chop by T Podcast. <laughs> we'll get real, raw, authentic conversations. Until next time.